This is the Amanda Murphy Radio. This podcast is for every woman who has ever felt less than, unworthy, or just not enough. This podcast is for any woman who has ever felt misled or unheard by society and is truly just fed up trying to keep up. Here, no topic or conversation is ever off limits. We will talk about ditching diet culture and intuitive eating, body image and self-acceptance, mindset and empowerment, literally all things women. Through each conversation and story, we will share tips, tools, and support to help you end the war against your body, make peace with food, and bust through your limiting beliefs to feel more empowered than ever before. It's time to put yourself back in the driver's seat and take back control of your body, your health, and your life. I'm your host, Amanda Murphy, certified intuitive eating counselor and mindset mentor for women. Are you excited? Girl, me too. Hey loves, tomorrow is the big day. Tomorrow is officially the first day of 2020 and 2019 is officially coming to an end. Great freaking timing, right? Uh, Last week we talked about New Year's resolutions, New Year, New Me, why I don't like it, all that garbage. But today I want to talk about um, one particular New Year's resolution that is wildly common, a lot of us set, and that is the um, New Year's resolution of incorporating fitness into our lives, you know, sticking to a workout routine, hitting the gym, you know, all of that, getting into the best physical shape of your life, the fittest ever, you name it, right? Okay, so what I have learned from my clients and in my own personal journey, because that's where all of this stuff comes from, my personal journey and from you guys, is that it can be tricky to navigate fitness and exercise when you are trying to leave diet culture behind, when you're on your personal journey with healing your relationship with food and your body and, and, and really employing intuitive eating principles, it can be muddy. Um, it's hard. You don't really, it can feel awkward. You don't really know what to do, how to do it. It feels uncomfortable sometimes. And um, some of the biggest things that I have found in my clients is that, A, some people are like, well, I don't see the point in working out. Like I, I find myself thinking like, well, why? Like what's the point? Why does it matter if weight loss isn't the intention? You know what I mean? Like, and it's not that they're not aware. Like, yeah, it does have health benefits. Like they know it's just, because of their conditioning, you know, they just find themselves in that mindset. And then I've also had it where clients have come to me and said things like, um, you know, I really love exercise. It has been something that's been, you know, a big part of my daily life. But even though I'm trying to heal my relationship with food and my body and, and I'm trying to not participate in other dieting behaviors, I find that the gym and fitness and exercise are triggering that. They're, they're creating this want and desire for me to engage in those behaviors. So it can be tricky for different reasons, but it is hard. And, and I think, you know, generally speaking, when we employ on our journey of healing our relationship with food and our body and just healing from diet culture and, and removing all that from our lives, it's like we have to learn everything all over again. Ourselves, our bodies, you know, food, exercise, everything we do, we're, we're relearning how to engage in it and, and just how to navigate it from a whole new perspective, you know, because we live in such that diet culture, health-driven perspective for so long. So 
We have to literally find how our relationship with fitness and exercise looks to us and is for us without diet culture. And that's weird because it's just not what we're used to. So, of course, it's going to be, you know, weird. It's going to be muddy. It's going to have some ups, downs, and it's going to ebb and flow, and it's going to look different um, all the time. But um, sharing with you a little bit about my journey with fitness over the past uh, couple years when I started to climb my way back up from dieting rock bottom, it's definitely been nothing short of that. It's been weird. It's had its ups, downs, its ebbs and flows. Um, and it's been weird. It's been weird. I know that uh, I think about two, three years before I would say I started um, my work as an intuitive eating counselor and, and, and ridding my life of diet culture, I did give up the gym because I'm just not a gym person. I don't like going. I don't like having to drive there. I get easily distracted by people. Um, Of course, there was there was those insecurities with what people think of me and what I'm doing. And, you know, are they looking at me? All of that. But more so, I just I feel like I can't get in my zone. So I've been an at home workout person for years and I love it. And I use workout videos. I, you know, have my own set of weights and and uh, yoga balls, resistance bands, things like that. That's just my personal preference. But um, after I did start this work, um, I-, I know I still continued to work out, but it was hard in the sense that, like, I didn't have that motivation. I found myself in that very same place of, like, well, why then? You know, and it was kind of refreshing in the beginning to just be like, oh, well, I don't have to work out. That's great. Because for so long, working out and exercise was just a way to lose weight. And, um, it helped create the hyper focus on my behaviors and my choices throughout the day. Um, and so it just, it wasn't, it it wasn't very enjoyable, you know? So when I finally gave myself unconditional permission to explore food, I also gave myself unconditional permission to not work out. And I think we have to go through that period to see what it's like to not work out because we will come back to feeling like we need to do something and I don't want to say like we feel the need to exercise but eventually you get to a point and and it's different for everybody and I feel like I'm recently more so just getting to this place fully of where we participate in things based on how we feel like it never comes down to how we look it's how we feel and and so I know for the past like two years it's been hit or miss like there have been times like months I feel like I am kicking ass in the sense of I'm on my shit with workouts and I'm feeling great and and then there's times like more recently I just I barely get in one workout a week and I'm just tired and feeling not my best and and I'm not feeling up to it and I feel like we need all of that you know we need to ebb and flow to help learn what our relationship with fitness looks like without weight loss being a reason for it without it being a a motivator because when we go through those time periods like I said that we aren't maybe working out we get to learn our body and what it's like when we don't work out and then we'll have periods where we're we're working out and we're moving our body in ways in which you know we we choose to and then we can feel how we feel then and then eventually you get to a point where you, your body favors one and obviously it favors the one that makes you feel better um and we just do. Eventually, the diet culture starts to become so faded that we act from a place of love. We act from a place of making ourselves feel 
our best. And it's liberating. One message that fitness and exercise over the past couple of years has taught me too is that when we feel great, we feel like we look great. And what I mean by that is even if our physical body doesn't change a whole lot, like, you know, maybe from this month to that month, nothing changed, but when it comes to, I don't know, whatever's going on in our lives or whatever, if we just feel our best, it doesn't matter if our physical body has changed, we feel differently, we feel better about our physical body. So, and that's just another cue that, um, you know, our body image is not a direct reflection of our actual body size. It's much more internal and it's much, much deeper than that. But why I mention this in this episode is because through fitness and exercise, I have learned that message because I personally feel better when I am working out, when I'm regularly, you know, engaging in cardio and weightlifting. I just, I feel my best. I feel more focused. I feel like I'm sleeping better. I feel more focused. I feel more energized. I feel stronger and I feel like a badass. Therefore, I feel better about my physical body. And not that, you know, our physical bodies actually amount to a whole lot in the grand scheme of things, but that's what we're aiming for, right? We want to feel good about our ourselves in its entirety, and that includes our physical body. But it was it's this notion that I realized that our image, our idea of what we physically look like is not necessarily tied to what we physically look like. It is tied to how we feel. If you wake up and you're starting your day from a positive place and you're feeling great, you're more likely to have a better feeling towards your physical body that day versus if it's like your time of the month or you're just going through you know rough stuff at work or you're having a rocky part in your relationship you know something that's causing you to feel awful whether it's physically awful like you're sick or just kind of bummed out you're gonna probably have a more negative feeling towards your physical body and so it was just amazing to me that again how we feel about our physical body is is very has very little to do with what our physical body actually looks like. And it's much deeper, much more internal, much more psychological and emotional. And so I know that if I want to feel great about my body, feel great about myself physically and mentally and emotionally, fitness is a component of that. And it it took me a while to really get to that place where I want to engage in exercise simply because I feel better, because I enjoy it and it makes me feel good. You know, over the past two years, I... I had to play around with it. I had to kind of ask myself, you know, why am I doing it? And, you know, we do fall into weird funks and it it happens. But we all at the end of the day have to find what works for us. And again, we have to navigate our way around fitness and exercise without diet culture. And it's going to be all new to us. Okay, so enough of my rambling. I feel like I've been doing that a lot these last couple episodes, but maybe you guys enjoy hearing me ramble like a maniac. Anyways, let's talk about things to keep in mind when setting a fitness goal in 2020 because we're going to have them. We're all going to still set goals. I'm personally setting my own fitness goal, and, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, again, noting that why. Why are we doing it? I don't want you to be doing something If you wouldn't still be doing it if weight loss wasn't a thing. Like if you knew you were never going to lose weight, would you still be doing it? If the answer is no, then you need to reevaluate 
some things. Anyways, so what to keep in mind when setting a fitness goal. First off, you have to make it work for you. It has to be realistic for you and your lifestyle. Like if 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 you're like like me trying to force myself to go to the gym, like I can't even make it to my apartment complex little gym. Like they have up in the leasing office which is literally like less than like half a mile I could walk there and and work out there like on the treadmills and stuff. I'm not doing it. That's too much. Like I can't even make myself do that. So me trying to force myself to go to the gym and and make that part of my goal is just that's not going to happen. Make it realistic for you. If the gym's not your thing, don't do the gym. Find something at home that's going to work for you. You know, fit it into your schedule in a way that, you know, is doable for you. If you're going to be working 15 hours in a day and then you still have to pick up the kids, cook dinner, and get them to bed, um, maybe an hour workout that day is not going to happen. Or, um, you know, you don't have to plan for vacations and working out on vacation. You literally just have to make it work for you. And with that, because a lot of people kind of get wrapped up in just making something work for them that doesn't really work for them. Also, we need to change and loosen up our idea of what exactly is exercise, what exactly is fitness. Because when we do think of starting a new exercise routine, a new fitness routine, we think of it more like the black and white, like hitting the gym, doing cardio, hitting the weights, taking classes, and things like that. When there are much... Uh, let's see, simpler, I guess I'll use that word, things that count and are very much so fitness and exercise that can fit more so into your life. Like, so maybe the gym's not for you. Maybe you don't have time to get a class in. Maybe lifting weights just isn't your thing. You don't enjoy it. Well, what about going for a walk? What about, you know, going outside and jumping on the trampoline for 20, 30 minutes with the kiddos? Um, what about going hiking with your significant other? There's so many things that count and are in fact fitness and exercise that don't look like your typical fitness and exercise. So loosening up what we consider to be fitness and exercise, you know, really having a a different perspective on that helps us fit in something that is more realistic, that does work for us and and does still keep us moving. Because I feel like going back to, um, you know, how we can have a black and white outlook on fitness and exercise being just like the gym, the cardio, the weights, things like that, it can be, you can find yourself in a situation where you're forcing that to fit into your life and it just doesn't. And then that obviously creates room for feeling frustrated and having the resistance and and just feeling like we fail, you know, and and eventually we quote, quote, fall off the wagon and it just doesn't happen versus if, you know, maybe, you know, you can only hit the gym or press play on a workout once or twice a week and the rest of the week, maybe, you know, you find a way like on your lunch break at work, you um, go for a walk. You know, if that's what you do, that's what you do. You make it work for you. And I think those are the two biggest things that if you really work to employ those on setting a new um, fitness goal going into the new year, you're going to be setting yourself up sitting a lot prettier than if you're trying to just cram something in or adhere to something that somebody else set um, or that's just not realistic for you. And and at the end of 2020, you'll be able to look back and say, wow, you know what? I actually, I did do it. I stuck to it. And, and I think a lot of us like to see tangible outcomes. You know, so 
kind of digressing a bit, that is something with fitness too and exercise is we like to see tangible reasons like outcomes, results, rewards for what we're doing. And sometimes it's hard to see that. Like if you went to the gym and you crushed it, you hit it so hard, you're going to feel it. You are going to be like, I'm done. Like I am toasted. I'm fatigued. You're going to feel like you got your ass kicked. That is feeling it. That's seeing the result, the outcome, or, you know, seeing like your clothes fitting differently, seeing the number on the scale go down. Sometimes that's the reward or the outcome that you're seeking. It's not really a reward, but you know what I mean? Um, so sometimes when we do something like, oh, I'm just, I'm going for a walk with the, with the kiddos, I'm jumping on the trampoline. We don't see that as exercise sometimes because we don't see the end results right away. You know, does that make sense? Like, when we're not working out for the sake of weight loss, what are we working out for? It's hard sometimes to really see or feel the health benefits that come from working out and how working out and movement regularly in our lives does impact and benefit us in so many ways. It just can be harder to see them when weight loss is off the table. You know what I mean? Like it's like there's not something as tangible and obvious to look for to keep us going. Does that make sense? I hope so. All right, guys, I cannot wait to hear what all of your New Year's resolutions are. I hope your Christmas was fabulous, your Hanukkahs, your Kwanzaas, whatever you celebrate. And I hope you all head into this new year ready to kick some ass. Literally, be safe, though. Don't drink and drive. Okay, love you. Bye. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. If you loved this episode as much as I did, please take a moment to leave a rating and a review. Let me know what you would like to hear on future episodes. And if you really loved this episode, please be sure to share it with somebody else who you think would love it just as much. You can take a screenshot, share it on Instagram. You truly don't know who can benefit from hearing this conversation or this message. If you want to be friends, and I really would like to be friends, you can find me on Instagram at theamandamurphy or at theamandamurphy.com. And until we chat next time, just remember that you are not alone and that life without dieting does exist. Bye, babes.